Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to be talking about some more Miss Marvel. You guys sent in a bunch of feedback. Let's talk about it. All that right after this. It's a lot of Marvels. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, Supreme Leader Coffin. And here in my glory in my chair. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm in Dallas and just chilling out. Uh, My niece is here. My mom's in the hospital, so my niece is with me. And it's been a very interesting week because I've just been like trying to show her a good time in Dallas. So taking her Mm -hmm. to cool Dallas things, which I don't know any of because I'm kind of new to the area. But (laughs) uh, so basically, we've just been doing like whatever. We We went to like a really cool Asian market. Like there's like an Asian like shopping center that has like oh, cool. 50 different like like korean barbecue and boba tea and like i love korean barbecue so much oh it's my first time oh really yeah uh, it's like and you had to cook all your stuff and do all the work right yeah exactly it, it's the best i love it <laughs> i liked it i'm not very good at cooking so i like kept burning things and oh they had to change our pan out three times <laughs> i thought they were gonna kick us out when we went the first time but Oh, see, see, now I feel accomplished. They only changed ours out once, but there were also only three of us. Uh, so we probably, yeah. There was only four of us. We were okay. not, yeah, we did not do a good job, but it was still delicious. Yeah, maybe this is a thing they do. Maybe they just change it out all the time. You yeah, know? man. It was a little smoky. No, they didn't do any explaining. I've been to things like that. Like I've done a fondue where you like cook your own meat in the little oil oh, yeah. or whatever in the broth. And the cheese. And the cheese, of course. Mm. And then also like I've done uh, the Brazilian steakhouses where they bring out six. It always seems like they give a big explanation. This place was just <laughs> kind of busy and didn't give us any explanation. They just started throwing raw meat on the table. Like I was just <laughs> like, I don't feel like this is even safe. Like what is happening right now? Because like, you know, you normally if you're in a place like that, it's a high dollar place. And they were like, they'd be yeah. like, by the way, use these tongs for your raw meat and do, do not put raw meat on your plates because, you know, salmonella. So they're just bringing us raw chicken and just dropping it on the table. I was like, <laughs> I mean, you gave us no explanation, but I will do my best to teach my niece how to yeah. do this right. They're like, you know how to cook, right? See ya. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even ask that. They were no. like, what? If, if I didn't know better, like the, the, the raw chicken was like in this saute stuff. So, or like this marinade stuff. It didn't look, you couldn't even tell what it was. Cause it's as like, what if someone comes in and just starts eating this stuff like soup, you know? Like, yeah. It just does. It seemed like a little irresponsible to be, if I'm being honest. <laughs> live did good <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll give see it like two we'll or three see. days yeah give me a couple days um <laughs> okay oh I, we wanted to mention something because there was a uh we, we we got an email this week has been hard for a lot of people including myself uh, and ashley um with the overturning of roe versus wade and it's been a really hard week and i hope all you pandas are doing good the reason i bring it up we normally don't talk um too much about these divisive type issues on the podcast, but apparently there were some ads run on our podcast that we have no control over. As we always say, mm-hmm. there were anti-abortion mm-hmm. ads and political ads run on the show. We do not have control over that. Uh, those were inserted. We did not choose those ads. So mm-hmm. if you hear those on our show, please let us know. Cause we will contact and complain. Cause we do actually have that politics deselected from our interface, but sometimes mm-hmm. we don't have control, which is why we added that to the beginning of the podcast in the first place, because last election season, we had some election ads that we did not approve of, then people were upset with us over. So yeah. we started saying we have no control over. And it did kind of seem to be um, out of 
like where the person was the email was from a company that was in their state so it seems like right. know, state by state the the ads are being picked more for the you know whatever area you're in which is why i couldn't find it and it, it's different so we really do uh, if anybody hears anything like that please message us so that uh yeah. we can make it stop <laughs> Yeah, we don't want those types of ads on our show, and we've we've told our the company that. But I'm guessing whoever these companies are that are putting these ads in are not marking them properly, so they're not they're not getting flagged by the because it's you know it's a robotic system that just says mm-hmm. oh they didn't flag it as politics, they didn't flag it as this particular divisive issue, so we won't do it. We did not approve of that ad and do not approve of that ad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just you know I'm 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 the male sitting here on the podcast, but I just am angry and upset with uh many of the pandas that i've talked to um and so i just love you guys and hopefully we can all get all this rectified yeah I'm, i can't even get into it i know Let's i know just, it's yeah the, the anger i feel i can't imagine the frustration and anger it makes me actually physically sick <clears throat> <sighs> mm. So, Miss Marvel, <laughs> distraction. Thank you, Disney. <laughs> Let's do the thing we do, which is get ourselves a little out of our heads and uh, talk about what is going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where things are a little less, uh, even with all the problems they're having and the snap and everything, still somehow seems like more of a hopeful world. Um, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll just jump into our feedback here. Let's we have do Jordan. It. From California, one of our patrons says, Hi, Zoo and Matt and whoever else is joining you guys for this next episode. Do you guys think Nani is, in fact, Aisha's daughter instead of the other way around? That's why Aisha gave the bangle to her for safekeeping. I always think that it'd be the worst part of being immortal, seeing your family outage you. Let me know your thoughts. Laters Gators, Jordan from California. Hmm. So Nani is Aisha's daughter is what he's saying instead of the other way around. Right. Okay. The only reason that might not make sense is because we know that that scene at the beginning of episode four happens during partition. So the timeline, I think, if I'm not mistaken, lines up to Nani being a little girl there. Right. Is what we've been told because she got lost on the train platform and had to chase the train as a little girl. If I'm remembering all that correctly. I think so. But I love that idea. Yeah. It would make sense to yeah. do that if you were immortal. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that um, that done in other things where like, yeah, there, one, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but there's one I'm thinking of in particular where a character is a vampire and you meet this old man that he's getting to know. And then like you slowly like. You wonder, like, what is his connection? Because he's like this punk rock vampire, and he's like, yeah. all, his aesthetic's all punk rock. Has this old man in, in tow, and then you find out it's his son <laughs> at some yeah. point that he will refuse to turn, you know? Aww. To save his soul, you know? I'd be so mad. I'd be like, if you don't turn me right now, vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in a soul. Just, just turn me. It's fine. <laughs> and he's a soul if you live forever you just gotta be really careful yeah yeah you gotta be you gotta be careful to stay good when you get the blood hunger though stay alive and stay careful <laughs> <laughs> all right up next tim brown another one of our patrons says dude anjali bamani is awesome great interview 
Also, don't worry about being a grandpa panda. I'm 55 years old, so I'll take the hit for you. <laughs> oh, Tim. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. I'm a few I'm a few years behind you, but not too many. Uh, but thank you. I am so thankful for the Anjali Bamani interview. Really cool. She was just so generous and so uh, kind with her time. And it just ended up being like creative people shooting the shit. Like I just yeah. had a great time. Yeah, Anjali was awesome, and I hope we get to do more things like that in the future. It's the first time we've interviewed a, Mar- a Marvel person uh, that's actually in the shows and movies, so like it's kind of incredible that that mm-hmm. happened, and I'm hoping that it can, it you know, something else comes up soon. That'd be really fun. We could just start emailing everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. The entire IMDb, like, are you guy in the back <laughs> behind the trash can? Come here, be on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we've interviewed 40 Marvel so stars like sure chris evans we've interviewed 40 of you already and then you just like don't tell him it was all the like smaller players that haven't been around, been on as many things um <laughs> never needs to know <laughs> he never needs to know okay up next we got eric capaz one of our patrons uh says miss marvel episode three I really hope I called it in my last message that the rings and the bangles are the same technology back in March. Hmm. <sighs> You tell them, you let me know. <laughs> I'm going to go with, yes, you did. <laughs> sure. We, we give you all the credit. Um, I don't know if it is because I just watched all the Jurassic movies with you on Binger's Assemble, but the scene in the kitchen where Kamala was hiding from the Jinn reminded me so much of the scene from Jurassic Park when the raptors were hunting the kids toward the end of the movie. That's so funny, That is Eric. funny. I had that in my notes. We didn't get a chance to say it, but I had Jurassic, <laughs> I said Jurassic vibes in my notes because like that was totally in my thoughts too that's funny he continues i am loving this so much my face hurts from smiling so much when i was watching it i am also learning so much from the show and the reaction cast with zoo also great job on the interview Three thousand love to all eric capaz thank you eric thanks eric the rings definitely that's exciting yeah, there's a, that's definitely a lot of people are thinking the rings are connected to the to this. I mean, it's it's apparently it's in the. Did you hear about this? I don't know if you, uh, apparently people have seen that the the ten rings are on the floor of the temple. It's on the, yeah, it was the one I saw it. I was like, ah, there. Yeah, there's the rings. I didn't get to look at them too much though. Like, are they exactly the symbols? Apparently, Did anybody look. Okay, cool. I missed it. I I didn't see it, so I'm gonna have to go oh, back and check it out. Yeah, it was in the first like few minutes yeah i heard it is in that temple at the beginning that's super rad because it seems like it definitely draws that connection between those yeah. two technologies it's time to start connecting everything you know we've been waiting patiently <laughs> <laughs> it's like so funny it's only been like four movies i know bring it back around so mm-hmm. spoiled by Endgame. They set the standard. <laughs> they did. But also, like, we had a couple movies, and then it was Avengers, and then a couple more movies, and it was Ultron, and then a couple more movies, and it was Civil War. Like, you gotta... Yeah. Let's do this. Absolutely. You gave us a whole bunch of new characters, now I want to see them interact. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I can't, I can't complain, because we did just get uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, yeah. which, like, that was extreme connection to things we didn't even think we'd ever get connected like uh, patrick stewart as professor x you know that's crazy that we got that yeah it was amazing it was so cool okay up next george godala one of our patrons says hey panda bosses 
I rewatched episode three several times and wanted to add a bit to what Zoo said in the reaction cast. Ajnabi and Majnun are Arabic words. Didn't know they had Urdu meanings as well, which Najma says has been used to describe their people. Ajnabi mm. means foreign and Majnun means crazy slash insane. You can also hear it mentioned mid-episode when Kamala's dad is giving her brother the pre-wedding talk. He says a man who chooses love chooses Junun, which means craziness or insanity. He translates it as passion, which is also true. Love you guys, 2,999.99 plus tax. (laughs) (laughs) That's over 3,000. That is over 3,000. (laughs) I'm excited. Couple more points. (laughs) Oh, he also continues. Also, my only beef with the show so far is that Kamala says she's 16 years old, but the first episode shows her taking her driving test. In New Jersey, you have to be 17 to take your driving test, 16-year-old to get your permit, 17 for a provisional license. I don't believe New Jersey has made any drastic changes in that in the 15 years since I started driving. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I think they're right because I think Paul mentioned something about that for, but I don't know if it was, if it was this show he was talking about, but it had to be, but I think that's true. But isn't she, Oh, I think you can only take the tests and stuff in Jersey. What is there? None in New York. She live in Jersey. She lives in Jersey. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's true. It's definitely 17. Huh? Funny. Well, Marvel didn't do your homework again. Yeah, Marvel. How dare you, Marvel? <laughs> okay. Thank you, George. And those, I hope I got those names somewhat close. I'm sure I didn't. Uh, there were a lot of names in there that I, or words in there that I did not get. They were tough. <laughs> tough for you, me. I think you did amazing. <laughs> um, but interesting. Uh, I mean, craziness and insanity, uh, passion can definitely mean the same thing there's there's a thin line between like someone with like love and conviction and an insane person like for Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) it's very true (laughs) very very true i I love all the context people have been giving us for this show so cool up next we got trina carpenter one of our patrons says hello again great panda overlords yeah they're starting to learn (laughs) don't say it too loud they'll come for us (laughs) i am loving miss marvel so much what an incredibly well done show so i noticed at the 311 mark in, in the episode you can see the symbol of the 10 rings what does this mean shang shi and kamala both use bracelets for power. Hmm. It's all connected. Keep up the good work. Thanks for giving me the extra content my nerd heart needs. I love you. <laughs> 300 exclamation point and a winky face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that someone would give me some jewelry that had superpowers. Like, right. What's happening over in, Mar- you know, I would really like a bracelet that does stuff, please. <laughs> I wouldn't be responsible but <laughs> right yeah oh yeah yeah you can't trust ashley with the powers no i get two weeks to run amok before i probably get taken down 
Yep, the, she's she's not going to last very long, and she's not going to do good with it. But please, no, this would be a lot of fun, though. She petitions <laughs> the universe for powers for her own short-lived fun that will probably end up in prison or death. But exactly, you know. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Do you ever see Chronicle? I thought that was a documentary about me with powers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can see that. I can see that for sure. <laughs> I was like, why is everyone so mad at him? That's exactly what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just understands the you know, that humanity is, you know, trash and he needs to destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of different reactions to power, uh I, I we just I just finished editing and posting our episode on everything everywhere all at once on Binger's Assemble. Yeah. It's just my favorite movie I've seen in a long time. It's so yeah, good. It is it's so good. So so good. If you guys haven't seen it, everything, everywhere, all at once. If you have seen it, we just talked about it on Binger's Assemble. If you have not seen it, uh, it's just so good. So good. It's it's rentable on Amazon now. Like it's just beyond good. And if you like the kind of stuff we talk about here, it is absolutely up your alley. Yeah. So I really good. we enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I've I've now seen it three times, and I just every time I just absolutely <laughs> you probably love see it. so much more every time because there's <sighs> so much going on. Yeah, I, one of the things I said in the Bingers episode was like those guys made a movie that is like the least lazy movie I've ever seen. Like they chose to do things the hard way so often. There's so many scenes where they do like like a thousand cuts in one scene and it's just so much creativity and so many things happening on the screen all at the same time. It's just, yeah, mm, it's mind blowing. I, I want to do like beautiful. a frame by frame of that. Just like, <laughs> it's so good. Um, okay. Up next, getting back to Ms. Marvel. Uh, we have Matthew Davis on email uh, says uh, a few quick thoughts about the episode and he has a lot of bullet points. So here we go. Aisha and the rest of the clandestines said bangles as in more than one. Maybe the bangle was inspired by the nega bands worn by Captain Marvel in the comics. I think that is pretty likely. And I believe Captain Marvel mm-hmm. was also blue, even though it's been from what we're from what I've heard, what Jeff said on the main cast, uh, the inst- the reaction cast, and then what I've heard since is apparently there was a blue in the comics. There's a blue member of that group. The mm-hmm. clandestine has a blue member, so that's who we're assuming those uh, the Bengals came from. But it also okay. could have been Captain Marvel. These could be the this verse versus Nega bands. I, I really don't know. Hmm. No. So many questions. Yeah. So many uh, questions. Which is the next thing Matthew talks about, actually. I noticed that the arm that Aisha found with the bangle was blue. First, I thought Cree origin, but then another stray thought. The Jin legend have been westernized as genies. There is one prominent blue genie that comes to mind, and as much as I love Robin Williams, Robin, I hope yeah. they don't go there. Oh, they could they could get their rights pretty easily. Yeah, they, they do. They do have the rights right there. We we had a horrible running joke on the instant cast about that actually was Robin Williams' severed arm because of the blue genie. It was really bad. It was a really bad joke. Um, so we're like, you know, I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> well, I thought you specifically would enjoy it. I, I, did. I, was, I did. I was just like, oh, he said it again. <laughs> Back to Matthew's email here. I also remembered 
the clandestine from Marvel in the 1990s and looked them up and refreshed my memory. That group had their origins in the Jin, and one of them was blue. Much more likely influence. Yep, I think so too. Yeah. Brown Jovi. Love it. Me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> nice use of living on a prayer. Uh, better choice than wanted dead or alive or even blaze of glory. Maybe the Department of Damage Control agents didn't take their shoes off because they heard about the shoe thief. <laughs> nah, they're just disrespectful idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Good misdirect there, Matthew. <laughs> um, and then he goes on. Um, and a couple of other stray thoughts in general. I read a rumor that a newer character called Blue Marvel may be in the Marvels. I'm not familiar with the character, but I've also noticed that there is a character Marvel is starting to use in the comics. So I have to wonder if there's a chance we might see an MCU version of Miracle Man, whose original name was Marvel Man. As much of a fan as she is, do y'all think Iman Vellani listens to the MCU podcast? <laughs> I mean, she might not, but Kevin Feige does. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, he gets all of his best ideas from us, of course. Yeah, he's $10 on the pates. <laughs> we, we had someone one time join the Patreon. I think this was before your time, Ashley. And they pledged like $100 an episode. And it said it was Tom Holland. No way. And we were like, I kind what? of remember that, though. I remember you talking and, like, about I was that. Like, That's hilarious. I just don't know if this is real. Like, we didn't talk about it on the cast because I was like, mm, this is probably not real. And sure enough, their charges never went through. So I guess they didn't put in a like legitimate uh, payment or whatever. But I was yeah. just like, that would be amazing if Tom Holland was supporting the cast for $50 an episode. <laughs> Dude, I would send him a box of cupcakes or something. Like, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know if Iman Vellani uh, listens to the podcast, but if she does and hears this, Iman, we would love to talk to you. And I know you're probably worried about spoilers, so you can wait till the end of the season. Just just write us in, mcucast at gmail.com. Come hang out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't even talk about Marvel. Just come. We'll talk about whatever you want. Yeah, we will. We will. It would be, it would be freaking awesome if she listened. Um, it, 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 it goes for anybody. If anybody out there is, is a Marvel it like works for or does Marvel things like we would love to talk to you. Um, we've had a great, we had a great time in our first interview cast the other day. So we do, we do, yeah. we'd love to do it more. <laughs> Proof of purchase required. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Be able to show us that you are that person or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as for miracle man, is that the one? I have no idea. And that's, that's new for me. Miracle man. I, I'm, I'm, What's the one that uh, Nathan Fillion played in Guardians 2, then they cut it or whatever? Is that Miracle Man? Oh. Oh, no, that's not it. Okay, I guess I don't know Miracle Man either. But Miracle Man is Michael. Michael Moran. Or Mikey or Mike. Mikey. (laughs) Mikey will eat it, isn't it? Is it Mikey? Did you ever see The Lost Boys? Kiefer Sutherland? No, weirdly, no. I, I've, no? Oh, I know. That's coming up before the end of the summer. We're covering that one, so that'll be fun. Okay. Uh, but they say Michael in that movie maybe 500 times. It's <laughs> And somebody compiled a video from the beginning to the end of the movie of how many different ways and times they say it. 
it's hilarious. Dude. Yeah, I'm not not familiar with Miracle Man. <laughs> the internet is such a cool and weird place. Like, I love the stuff that just exists and the stuff that people spent. I mean, someone had to spend hours making that cut of that movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hours. And hours it's every single that. one of them. It's like, Michael, Michael, Mikey. What, he scared Michael? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I love that stuff. What a hero. <laughs> That's impressive. But what's even more impressive when people do it to series, when they do an entire series and they find like all the time someone did uh like there's a oh god classic one of star trek next generation seven seasons it's like every time riker sits down because (laughs) people didn't know why but riker Riker sits down over the top of chairs. He's a very tall man. Mm. And he says when he sits down, he puts his leg, he slings his leg over the top of chairs instead of sitting down <laughs> into them. It's, yeah. It seems like a bonkers thing. Apparently, it's because he has a bad back. Like, it's like the best oh, way he can sit no. down. And they're like, you thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. <laughs> I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's just like his leg swings over the top of chairs every time he sits down. It's, it's wild. Uh, uh, one Jack Bauer, every time throughout all of 24 that he said, damn it, that's probably my one of my other favorite ones because that video is like 15 minutes. Oh, damn man. it, damn it, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, internet. Don't stop being you. Yeah, don't stop doing it. Keep 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 on keeping on, internet. Okay, up next we got Gurjo Matharu uh, says, hey guys, how you doing? Pretty good, Pretty bud. good. Pretty good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've been meaning to write in since episode one, but I've just been so busy with life and adult things. Boo. <laughs> As a South Asian living in Britain, I've faced the sa- all the same problems that I am being shown in this show. Like trying to balance your culture with how life works over here and finally accepting who you are and also embracing it. Just being yourself unapologetically and not caring what other people think is something I have only just learned how to do. But I think it is something every Asian in a non-Asian country goes through. I am over the moon that it is being presented so respectfully and thoughtfully. The scene where Nakia is talking about her hijab and how it gives her strength and the identity is amazing and Netflix should be taking notes on representation. After listening to the latest cast and hearing Zhu uh, didn't have much experience with Jin or Jin stories, I thought I would write in as I have a lot of experience with them. Kamala said that Jin stories are scarier than ghost stories because they're true, and this is correct. My family has a long history of dealing with Jin, but Lots of people who aren't from my culture don't understand this because they think it is all make-believe. Imagine it as if you are in the middle of the scariest horror film you've ever seen, but you know that everything is real, and jump scares can actually harm you. (laughs) This aside, I love the MCU's take on Jin and how they have made it into something accessible for a wider community. All in all... I have to say, I'm very impressed with the show, and I love it, and I love y'all for your consistency and passion and your podcasts. Peace out, and sorry for the long one. Gurjo. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I actually was surprised that they went like Way of the Jinn, because from horror movies, and that's where my knowledge of jinns come from, and you know, they're, they're not the nicest. 
Mm. So, and then it also doesn't surprise me that Zoo didn't, you know, grow up with those stories. Our, my little precious baby doesn't like horror that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like something that, uh, you know, in their religion they believe in. At least yeah. some versions of the Muslim faith they believe mm-hmm. in. Um, so, but they're, it, like, as we've talked about on all these episodes, there's it's, the Muslim community is diverse. So, oh, yeah. Um, they they have they have different experiences and different beliefs. Um, so thank you, Gurjo. Uh, and as for the first thing you started talking about about uh, getting comfortable just being you, I definitely think that is something this show is saying specifically about the uh, sort of immigrant story, uh, or you know, especially second generation immigrant story. Like, but I also think that's just something we all really have to deal with. Like, we all come from our own cultures. Even me, like you know. I come from Southern Baptist uh, parents, like Southern Baptist preacher who has a very different culture than I currently uh, choose to reside in, you know, (laughs) and uh, it's just, it's, it's, um, you know, it's hard to be able to find what parts of the stuff you were raised with are true to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot in it. it really is a complicated relationship with my father too, and and I think even yeah. if you don't have a religious thing element to it, it's like who your parents were, and like what they taught you, what they passed down to you, and like how much of it do you want to maintain, and how much of it do you want to let go, and how how much guilt do you feel for letting go certain things, and yeah, yeah, it's it, it can be uh, challenging to navigate for sure for ev- everybody. I think. Yeah, especially right now with what they're doing with religion. I'm trying to not, not be political. Stop it. I'm yeah. like, oh, religions. <laughs> anyway. I, I, mm. I hear you. I hear you. I, I didn't know it was going to come out of me like this. <laughs> it's okay. I think, um, yeah, I, I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, it's just a hard, it's a hard time not to uh, express some things uh to keep things inside i you know yeah, i was j- like why is my chest getting really hot well, right now and, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you know i i know people have here's the thing let me I, i'm just gonna say it i know people have very sincerely held religious beliefs around the topics that we're talking about about abortion specifically mm-hmm. um and like i don't think it's wrong for you to have those beliefs i think that's fine for you Yes. And like, I support you fully to have your beliefs like that if, and and choose to live the way your religion wants you to, but like, exactly, it doesn't at all give you the right to do it to other people to make others live by your religion. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so, yeah, it's just a really hard time right now because it just feels uh, like, you know, five people in the country are getting to say what everyone else has to do with their lives. And that's terrible. That's terrible. It's just anti-democratic, and it's terrible. It just, and it, it, and you know, we we said it in the, over the years on the show, especially with the all the BLM stuff. We said that civil rights and rights in general are not politics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't I don't really believe this issue is politics either. It's a society. It's you know where it's scary is what it is. It's showing. Yeah. It's almost like the government's giving a nice little flex to just remind all of us. Doesn't matter what side you are. They can do it to either side. They're choosing to do it to this side now. Like the governments, you know, we we have a huge problem. You know, we need to yeah. deal with. Everybody does. Yeah. I just can't wait till one of those people who made the decisions when their mistresses, you know, these religious guys when their mistresses get pregnant. What are they going to do now? Good luck. Yeah. 
<sighs> okay. Up next, we have Josh Bagley on Gmail says, Hey, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley. I have been listening for about a year, and I love your show and all the fun stuff you do. I am 14 years old and listen to you every day, whether I am riding this bus to school, doing chores, or just hanging out. Anyways, I noticed something in Miss Marvel's episode 2 I thought might be worth mentioning. I don't know if it has any importance to the show, but where Kamala is running from the drones after saving the boy, I noticed they have the Stark drones that Damage Control took from Peter in No Way Home. Kind of cool, I guess. Thank you guys for being awesome and always brightening up my day. May the force be with you. <laughs> Oops, wrong universe. I love you guys. <laughs> 2,999 plus two. Yeah. Keep up the amazing work. Josh Bagley. Josh, thank you for Thanks, writing Josh. in, bud. 14. I got to watch my, I got to clean my, I got to get myself together. <laughs> I be more careful. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ashley. Come on. <laughs> but uh no we're, it's uh it's, it's great great thank you for listening that that's very kind uh, and very we were glad you'll enjoy the show uh but yeah i think i think that is like almost certain that those are stark tech drones from the yeah from the thing so i don't think it's great that it's in their hand i'm, I'm interested to see how all that's going to play out when we get to armor wars or is that what it's called uh, is it Armor Wars? Yeah, Armor Wars is a show coming. Okay. Um, that's a good point. I wonder if the Star Trek drones will... Because, like, Rhodey should be yeah. like, what is happening? You guys can't just have... Like, who's in control of all that stuff right now? It would yeah. be Pepper. Yeah. Pepper, I, I need you to check in with us and let us know what you're doing with all of the Stark tech. That's a good... It is your company. <laughs> it does seem to be, like, running amok a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess this is really the first time we've seen it. I mean, like... All of Spider-Man Far From Home was kind of about that, that that company was trying to get his tech. Yeah. And, and then they did. And I guess now that Peter Parker doesn't even exist, like who in this timeline, in this version of the magic timeline, who got all the technology, you know? Yeah. Because hmm. at the end of Far From Home, does he, uh, Peter Parker still have it? Is he still in control of it? Uh, I don't think so. I thought they took the glasses from him at the police station. Oh, did right, he ever right, get right, it right. back? No, no, you're probably right. It's, it's the beginning of No Way Home. They kind of like they try to arrest him, and then they take all this. That's right. That's you're yeah. right. I don't. We're literally talking about a thing we just said out loud, which was the the damage control took all the Stark Tech stuff. Yeah, but like Happy, what the heck? What the heck? But more than just the drones, like he left him in charge of his whole thing, right? Like the the a lot of his technology seemed in the hands of maybe it was just the Edith thing with the glasses. Yeah, maybe that was it. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Peter. You kind of you kind of messed up on all that, Peter. Well, I, uh, not to go back to that movie, but when he gave him those glasses, I was if I wasn't in a movie theater, I would have been screaming at my TV. I was like, "You disrespectful little!" He gave those to you. Oh, I was so mad. I was like, "How did you go to that real fast? Like, you could give those to a hundred other superheroes behind that fucking asshole." Oh, right. Me. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I just said I was going to do better. Yeah, you just said it. You just said it. <laughs> I'm you pointing back <laughs> and again and again <laughs> all right guys well hope you enjoyed all those bleeps that i just included here in the podcast <laughs> i hope they um, weren't too aggressive <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh well we'll uh we'll be back very soon um that's all the that's all the stuff that's all the things we got and by the way i know we got a little more political than we normally do on the show uh, at least again i don't even i don't even consider it politics it's just what's happening it, but it's what's happening and I, I just know a lot of pandas out there are hurting 
And uh, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel right not to mention it a little bit. And we're all, you know, if you need to talk about it, I mean, the page is a safe place. You can come talk to any of us. You could talk to me. You could, yeah. you know. And honestly, uh, I, we won't put up with much, like, it, it, much people, if people are commenting and they're hurting, like, gen, mm-hmm. in general on the page, we just, it, no matter what they're hurting over, we don't really put up with people. I saw a couple of the girls doing nice, like, threads, like, let's talk to each other. Like, it's very important, and we have we have such a strong community for that. I don't think anyone would tolerate if anybody comes in and tries to mess with that. So, if you see something you don't agree with, you know, just, just as I like to say, just move on with your day, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's keep the pond nice and calm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, well, we we very much love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. We'll be back, uh, you know, in a couple days with a Miss Marvel reaction to episode yep. five. We only got just what, two along. more. No, no, four. This was three, so we got three more. Right yeah, now, after Obi Wan Kenobi, I just in my head everything's got six episodes. I'm like, wait, no, everything's much longer than that. Well, no, no, no. Uh, most of the Marvel stuff's been six. Including it's only this. been six. Yeah. Okay, uh, most of it. I think um, WandaVision was the exception, but I think everything else has been six, right? I think so. Was yeah, Loki yeah. a little longer? No, I think no? Loki was six. Okay, and then uh, yeah, I think everything's yeah. been six, um, except for WandaVision because it was the weird like 20 minute format to start. Yeah. For a nice eight eight episode season, can we just? Yeah, I don't need ten, right, or twelve. I always feel that way, but I also mm-hmm. know it just depends on how much story they try to tell. Yeah. Like that's the thing. If they go, yeah, they try to tell too much story for six episodes, then I'm just left frustrated. But if they are telling me a reasonable amount of story for the amount of time they have, then I'm happy with it. And I would rather them do less than more. I don't want filler episodes. Yeah. I'd rather every episode be important. I feel like Moon Knight could have been a good eight because I wanted. I just am yeah. like just I'm a, that you, we like the same thing. I can take like the Avengers all sitting around drinking beers, talking like in Ultron, like do that for twenty five minutes of an episode, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again. We'll be back. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.